Well, his name is Ryan and he can't wipe his ass. Let me tell you one thing, he'll sure make you laugh. He's a comic by night and he's really quite the lad. And I bet that you'll find his comedy's pretty rad. He likes Wu-Tang and Star Wars and boobs, to name a few. He'll tell you all about it while he takes a poo. Now on to the show, it's time for some laughs from Ryan LaChance. And the people who wipe my ass There we go. What's up, fuckers? It's your boy, Ryan. Welcome to episode six of Ryan LaChance and the people who wipe my ass. I'm with my beautiful co-host, Angie. Say hi, Angie. Hi. <laughs> uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk about some pretty cool shit. Uh, one of the things that we have to talk about is the fact that my beautiful co-host Angie uh, just had recently had a birthday, so we're going to get into that soon. But uh, to start it off, I want I would like to take a moment to talk about something that um, happened not to me personally recently, but involved myself, and that is I lost a really good uh, friend to uh, cancer, and I'm really disappointed in the fact that because of COVID protocols, uh, I won't be able to attend a proper funeral service or a wake for them, and I don't feel like uh, I'm grieving properly, and I've been really struggling with it lately, and uh, I think a lot of people are in this situation a lot, and I'm not just saying with funerals and and things like that, but just not being able to to see people they care about and to love people, and they and you just you see things on the internet like uh, grandchildren having to visit their grandmother through fucking plexiglass mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. and like my grandma's 87 years old. And uh, I haven't seen her in a year and a half because of this shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it sucks because, I mean, I feel like, like Angie and I were talking about this before the podcast on how you want to reach out to people and call them and check in on them and see how they're doing, but you really don't have anything to say because you're like, oh, what have you been up to lately? Oh, nothing? Because we can't do anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like what, <laughs> like, what are you talking to people about? You know you know what I'm talking about, Angie? Yeah, oh, yeah, everybody's getting COVID fatigue, they're calling it, right? Like, it's, it's exhausting, you know? And, you know, some people are in a fortunate position. Like, I, you know, I'm working all the time, and I'm busy, but I can't do anything that I used to enjoy, and I can go and see dozens of strangers at a retail store every day, but I can't really go and meet my friends and have a gathering or go to concerts or go to anything that I used to enjoy or do any traveling, you know? It's crazy. Like, we have to pull out a tape measure to make sure that I'm six feet away from Angie so we can do some fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. We're just like, we're we're very safe about it. But like, yeah. and I get it. Like, nobody wants people to be dying of COVID. Like, no. that's why we're doing this. No, exactly. But there's like, there's evidence to support just how impactful. Did you read the article 
there was an article that said comparing loneliness to smoking 15 cigarettes a day, like the damage that it does oh, really? to what, your body. What did the article say? It was like it was it was just a doctor talking about chronic loneliness and how it basically can um, just do such a terrible impact on your body. Like chronic loneliness, they call yeah, it. No, but like some people are experiencing loneliness, and they're like they're like like people who are young adults right now, trying to graduate, and yeah, missing out on all of those things that they're yeah, milestones no in doubt. their life, right? Like my, my, I feel bad for people like my niece who are, she's gonna be turning five, going into kindergarten, and she might have to do it virtually through a computer screen. Mm -hmm. You know, like part of the whole idea of kindergarten is to learn those social skills that you develop for the rest of your life yeah. on how to be kind to people, how to share things, how to like interact with people and and just be a part of a society that's productive and healthy and mm -hmm. and now people are like they look at you funny if you sneeze in public, you know? Of course, yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy and I know myself personally I've been, I've been struggling with uh, loneliness and depression quite a bit lately, which is ironic because I have full-time living caregivers, so like the majority of the day I have somebody around, mm -hmm. but it, it's not the same. Like, no. I, I love my caregivers. I treat them like family. I'm really good friends with them all, but they're paid to be here in the end. Like, yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not trying to talk ill about them. I'm not saying anything bad, but it's just not the same. Like No, you miss out on that social aspect. And you're a very social person. You used to go to comedy shows, perform, go hang out with your friends, go to do sports, yeah. you know, watch sports. Um. Do all that mm -hmm. shit. Like, now I fucking... You know what I've been doing lately? <laughs> this is very sad, but it's uh, it's true. I've been watching those Let's Play channels, and it's literally people that play, like, uh, I don't know, Gods of War or something like that, and they actually just play the game, so you watch. So you watch them play the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all fucking weekend doing that. <laughs> like, literally, I lied in bed because my ankle's still fucked up, and I got to keep it elevated, so mm -hmm. I lied in bed with my laptop on my stomach the majority of the time, and I would watch this dude who knew nothing about ancient Japanese culture. And I have a degree in Asian history. And I'm obsessed with, with like, uh, feudal Japan. And, and he's playing this game that's based on, like, a samurai open-world concept where he's going around being a samurai. And he's spouting off this, this shit about... Um, Japan and the Japanese culture that's not fucking true and I'm just getting angry yelling at YouTube videos like if I could type worth a damn I'd leave you some nasty comments and be one of those internet trolls that people fucking hate but I'd be proving you wrong because every detail that you bring up I'd bring up a counterpoint to prove that you're being a fucking idiot and you should put down the video game controller and pick up a fucking book you fucking unintelligent prick. <laughs> sorry, I just needed to get that out of the just way. just went off there for yeah, a little Yeah, I'm sorry, people. I'm so you're watching sorry. other people do these things yeah. and you're getting angry. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which, which is funny because like 
like three months ago, um, my sister and I were talking about how my my niece likes to watch those videos of other kids playing with toys, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, I can't believe people do this shit. And then I find myself this weekend Doing it. spending all fucking weekend, not just a couple hours. Like, I'm talking, like, all Sunday when you were checking in on me to make sure that we were good <laughs> for the podcast. When you asked me what, when you asked me what I was doing, I did not want to admit to you that I was watching some asshole play a video game. <laughs> not even like play it with me or nothing. It's not like I was like actually getting the physical activity of like moving a mouse or using a keyboard or anything. No, I was literally just eating Doritos and watching him play a video game all fucking weekend. <laughs> My, my, I'm surprised my, my fingers aren't stained orange from all the Doritos I ate. Yeah. But, but that's what showers are for. Um, uh, but yeah. So, so do you like it? Are you gonna keep do? Are you gonna keep watching well, other people play? Does like what does it do for you? Because I don't I don't understand it. Well, I like this game in in particular because it, it is based on feudal Japan, and it's I find that part of history really interesting. So the game itself is kind of cool because mm-hmm. the game itself does mention specific people from history and yeah. they incorporate them in the game. So that part's cool, but most of the time I just end up yelling at this guy about how he can't pronounce words properly or he talks too much <laughs> or how he says, let's get this way too much. Like, like I'm, I really, actually, if we're going to, we're just going to turn it and turn this po- <laughs> no, It's funny that I'm turning the podcast into this because I know at the beginning of this episode, I was like, we're going to talk about positive things and all this. And now I'm just ranting about things that I fucking can't stand. <laughs> but let's, let's get into this a little more because I know the, the, the two friends that I have that listen to this podcast on a regular basis say part of the reason they listen to it is because they like listening to me rant and they like when you get me worked out of worked up about stuff. So, yeah. So let's get into this shit. Alright. <laughs> well, uh, the other thing that bothers me that I still find myself doing is I am one of those douchebags that are spending way too much time on TikTok. <laughs> you know? I spend a lot of time on TikTok. And I wanna know how the algorithm tries to tell me that uh, a middle-aged woman trying to do a fucking TikTok dance is on my For You page. Like, no. Did you realize you're middle-aged or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand that I'm middle-aged. <laughs> That's not what frustrates me. And I, I don't, I'm, uh, I'm perfectly okay being attracted to women my own age. That's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is my entire life as a child and stuff, I've loved music, like... You can attest to this, Angie. Like, totally. I listen to all different types of music. I'm not one of those people that are like, I only listen to country or rock and rolls for me, or I only listen to hip hop. Like, if you actually go through my YouTube algorithm, most of the time people are like, "What the fuck?" Because they'll bounce around from genre to genre, and they'll be like traditional Viking music mixed in with Mongolian heavy metal, mixed in with '90s hip hop, mixed in with like old school country, and I'm not talking like Garth Brooks, I'm talking like Wayland Jennings or 
Willie Nelson or Dolly Parton yeah. mixed in with, like, R&B from the 60s, mixed in with, like, who knows what the fuck. And then I find myself spending three hours scrolling through fucking people doing TikTok dances that just make me appreciate being a quadriplegic knowing that I can't do those fucking things. <laughs> I'm just like, thank you for being in a wheelchair because <laughs> I am so bored that I would be one of those assholes posting videos on fucking, uh, like, I don't know. If you could dance, you'd dance. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd dance like a motherfucker too. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. You should do TikTok videos with your chair. <laughs> You've actually shot videos of me trying to dance, and every dance is just me driving in a circle at different speeds in different <laughs> directions. <laughs> so basically, I dance like my father, because growing up as a kid, my father had one dance move, and it was called the box step. And the box step was very simple. You basically just danced in a square, uh, and uh, you just sped it up or slowed it down, depending on what type of music you're listening to. <laughs> and I realized. I have that genetic trait in my body. Just mine is instead of a square, it's a circle. So mm -hmm. I'm just evolving it just that much more. Um, <laughs> you know, which bit? I'd be a really shitty square dancer. You know what I'm just saying? <laughs> and you know that song? I don't even know what it's called, but you know that one where they're like, put your left foot in, put your left foot out. Yeah. I couldn't Shake do that shit. Out. Yeah. I couldn't hokey do pokey. that. Hokey pokey, that's it. <laughs> I couldn't do that shit. I could do the shake part because I have cerebral palsy and that's like involuntary, but that's <laughs> what I have to do. Oh, man. You could do the YMCA. Uh, my, my arms are in the permanent Y position. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like... Fuck trying to do the arm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> the uh, the arm would be very difficult for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. See, it's good to be able to vent and to laugh about I feel of better now. Thank good. you. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I, I, like, started off the thinking about what we were going to talk about, and I'm like... I, I feel like I didn't want to keep bringing up the same old shit, you know, and and this like we're both we're both relatively new to this podcast game, and, mm -hmm. and I listen to a lot of podcasts because I find them interesting, and well, I got a lot of time on my hands, <laughs> and a lot of them are like well polished, and they're they from start to finish, they're they know what they're going to talk about, and every podcast is different, and they even break it up into segments. And then there, there's our podcast where <laughs> you just try and control my craziness and you giggle at the microphone, which makes me happy. But <laughs> at the same time, we want to make sure that the people actually spending the time listening to this are getting something from it. So Totally. Um, because being an artist and being a performer, I don't like producing shit. You know, I like. No, of course. We've already proved that I like watching shit because I spend so much time on TikTok. Right. <laughs> but I don't want to produce shit. You know, like. No, uh, I don't either. I, I don't either. 
I want to produce a product that people... We, we, need, we need a producer. <laughs> yeah. We'll just hire my cat. He's got nothing to do right And now he always wants to be involved. So. <laughs> no. I mean, honestly, I love doing this mostly because I get to hang out with you. Me too. And Me I get too. to, you know... I legit look forward to Mondays. Yep. And, I, and people have said, you know, it's kind of fun to just to, like, listen to you guys shoot the shit, so... That's what we. That's <laughs> what the original idea of this podcast. That's true, right? And that's what that's we do. That's true. I'm sorry. Uh, can we, I know that we uh, we want to talk about your birthday, but I really want to get back to my friend Brad. There are. Of course. Okay. The one thing that uh, like people uh, like Brad and I were really close, and I'm not gonna get too too detailed with it, but I just want to explain a few things about how I know Brad and who. Why, why it shaking me up so much and mm-hmm. who he was and kind of what he meant to me. Um, uh, Brad was, uh, I met Brad when I first moved to BC. I was roughly like 15, 16 years old when I met Brad. Um, and my mom was really adamant that we were in a new province and, and she wanted me to uh, meet new people and to to do things and to kind of like meet people, other people with disabilities and stuff. Because growing up in a small town in Alberta, I was kind of known as, oh, there's Ryan Real Wishon's kid that's in a wheelchair. Like, yeah. you know, like I didn't really know that many people that were like me. Um, so she she insisted when we moved out here then I kind of, like, get to know more people like myself um, with similar situations so I could learn to be okay being this way. And Brad was, uh, he worked for the BC Paraplegic Association. And the BC Paraplegic Association does a number of things. One of the things that they do uh, that Brad was involved with is they have a peer support program where they they set up events um, and they do social activities like, I don't know, like, uh, they do a, like this really cool thing called the bus stop hop where they uh, they have like a, basically it's like a, what do you call those things, like a treasure hunt or a scavenger hunt, that's what I'm looking for. And they set it up all over the city and the whole idea is that you have to get off and on uh, certain bus routes. Uh, and find certain things and take pictures of it or, like, mm-hmm. get physical proof that you were there and then you bring it all back and then the people that check everything off on the list first obviously win prizes and stuff. So they would do cool things like that. But he, he would also, um, when I really got into comedy, he asked me to set up these comedy shows that he would call laughing spasms. And what they were is we would go into the the BC rehabilitation hospitals and um, we put on comedy shows for the for the nurses and the doctors and the patients that are living in the hospital now they might newly be injured or they might because of their condition have to live in the hospital Mm -hmm. so we kind of give them a night where we'd set up their gymnasium like a comedy club and we'd have those small tables and the Every table would have, like, uh, be, have a candle or a light on it, and then they would serve pizza and, 
and, and different drinks and stuff. And then we would put on comedy shows. Yeah. And they were a lot of fun. Like, yeah. Uh, we would bring in comics from across the country. So a lot of these people would get these really awesome heavy-duty lineups of comedians that would all volunteer their time and because I, I just made them owe me favors <laughs> over the years, and I would just call them the favors mm-hmm. for these shows. And they'd have, like, these, like, fucking lineups that you would normally have to pay, like, a ridiculous amount of money to, to go see. But the funny thing about these shows is... Uh, They'd stick everybody on ventilators uh, and breathing apparatuses in the front row because they 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 needed room for all their equipment to be mm-hmm. at the show. Yeah. So they can't physically react to the show. Right. And so I would ask the nurse, like, as a comedian, like, I need to gauge whether people are enjoying themselves. Now, because it was set up like a comedy club, it'd be really dark in there, so you could still... Hear laughter from the people that could physically respond with laughter, but yeah. in the front row, all you could see is people just staring at you. Yeah. And it's a blank stares kind of thing. Yeah, and sounding yeah. like Darth Vader, which is a Star Wars fan, <laughs> was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but as a comedian, you want that physical reaction, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked the nurse one and for the first show we ever did. I'm like, uh, I mean no disrespect but how can I tell if they're enjoying themselves? And she's like, well, if they blink a lot, they're having a good time. And I'm like, what if they just got something in their eye? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. like how much fun? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I would just, like, pay attention to people's eyes mm-hmm. and make sure that they were blinking. And if they were blinking, then they were having a good time, which um, those, are, those were some of my favorite shows to do yeah. because I felt like, not only did Brad believe in me, but I felt like we were doing something good with with something that I love, right? Yeah, yeah. So he would do things like that, but he was a giant advocate of paying it forward and do, being kind and doing kind mm-hmm. things for people. Um, so myself, to celebrate who Brad was, um, I, I made a, a conscious choice. Um, when I when I went out for breakfast to the yucca tree, and which we will plug later because I love that place so much. <laughs> um, and there was a, an elderly lady in the restaurant. It was just me and her and my caregiver. We were only three people there, and um, I wanted to pay it forward. So I told my caregiver, "I'm like, hey, I know we're only halfway through the meal." But I want to beat this lady to the punch so she doesn't pay her bill before I get a chance. And I just paid her bill. And I didn't do it for any other reason other than I know that Brad taught me to do acts of kindness to people. And especially with COVID going on now, I think um, the idea of paying it forward and just random acts of kindness just even saying hello to people. Yeah, um, connecting with people. Yeah, just yeah. having that social interaction, even if it's just a brief, like, one or two phrase conversation mm-hmm. or, or just even trying to smile through your mask at somebody, you know? Yeah, <laughs> smile with your eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just do something nice. I'm not saying, I know money's tight, so I'm not saying go out and 
pay for people's meals if you can't afford it, but just be fucking kind to people. Yeah. Quit, quit being miserable. Quit, like, I don't know. Quit being shitty. That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Quit being a shitty person because it's times like this where we need each other right now. Yeah, we do need each other. Because the suicide rates and the idea of depression and anxiety is astronomical mm-hmm. in people. And, and that's part of the reason that you that I'm really proud of you, Angie, and your side podcast, even though I feel like you're kind of cheating on me. Uh, <laughs> doing a podcast, yeah. Uh, but I'm really proud of you for doing your podcast. And uh, I would really uh, like you to remind our listeners out there uh, what your podcast is about and why you're doing it. So. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, it's Sanity Rules is what the podcast is called. And it's I'm digging into mental health issues. It's a, it's a more serious podcast, um, but and it's it's just a very short podcast. It's 20 minutes, um, just a quick kind of like check-in on mental health issues. Last week, we uh, uh, did depression. Um, this week, this next episode, I think we're going to tackle loneliness and just talk about some of the things that are affecting us right now. And yeah, it's... Uh, it's been really good feedback so far, so thank you so much for your support too, Ryan. I appreciate it. And I, I'm an avid listener myself, so uh, I'm I really think that you're putting out a product for people that uh, need it right now. Mm-hmm. And even when we get past all this pandemic and craziness going on, and we get some semblance of what it used to be like, where we could actually go for dinner with people and and all that kind of wonderful stuff, it's still going to be needed because I think once they solve this COVID thing, these issues that people are having that are bubbling to the surface, they're not just going to magically go away. So I really commend you for putting yourself out there and telling people your story and being open enough and and, uh, just caring enough to be that vulnerable and talking about it. So good Oh, thanks, bud. I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. I feel like it's a perfect time to do some shout-outs. Yeah. We're yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you did mention the Yucca Tree. Mm-hmm. They're at 1347 Johnston Road in White Rock. And you, you just talked about that lovely story. Um, and you go there all the time, right? Yeah. It was funny because... Right before I came in, the owner and her husband, I guess she saw me right away, and she, she came running up, and she's like, my husband and I were literally just talking about you two minutes ago and how we hadn't seen you for a while. So um, it was really nice to just get on my house, and I felt uh, strong enough and healthy enough with my injury to be like, I need to get outside and... Mm-hmm. Walked around my neighborhood and maybe grab a bite to eat, so it felt really good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it does. It does feel good to go out and just grab some food and get out there. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny because even though I enjoy going out, I was like, ha, like once we were done the, the meal, I, I had an extra errand to run. And once we did that, I'm like, I'm so done. Like I wasn't <laughs> emotionally and physically ready yeah. to be in public that much mm-hmm. so I'm just like I need the comfort of my home and, <laughs> and I need 
some digital streaming entertainment right now. <laughs> yeah. Because I am uncomfortable as fuck being outside. So, uh, <laughs> even though it's a beautiful, sunshiny day, I was just like, Yeah, no. totally. Which is a testament to how this whole thing is affecting me and a lot of other people where we're just like, we just want to become hermits living in our caves. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's why it's a good thing that the next shout-out comes to you. That's the laughing barber, Darwin. Yes, <laughs> yes, or else I would look like a, a scary um, middle-aged man, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> he makes me beautiful. So. He makes you beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. That's me. Um, <laughs> shout out to Darwin, and you can check him out on the Laughing Barber at Instagram, but... Yeah, he, he does good work, and he's just a really nice guy. Yeah, awesome. We are we are close to needing to wrap up. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, your birthday and how you just had one, and I'm sorry that we've taken this long ah, to get to it. You know what? Uh, whatever. I'm just getting older. That's all. The, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a COVID birthday. It was boring. <laughs> yeah, when you fill out your online age on... Website, you guys scroll that much further to get to your number, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. I do have to say, it was quite nice. I got a lot of love, a lot of messages, phone calls. I did go out for dinner. Um, I'm getting my hair done. Oh, so, shit. yeah, so I got some gifts. I got, you know, it was nice. It was really nice. And I'm, it's gonna be my last year in my 30s. I'm 39, so. Well, yeah, yeah, next year's it. yeah, <laughs> next year's the big four hours. So. Yeah, the, the view from the top of the hill is depressing and steep, so <laughs> enjoy 39. Hold on to it for as long as you can. <laughs> yeah. Squeeze every ounce in at 39 you can get, because <laughs> it only goes downhill from there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. The 40s aren't that bad. I'm, no, no. I've heard, like, I've heard from some people, like Josh will say he turned 40, and then all of a sudden his eyesight just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I... I discovered when I turned 40 that the very little patients that I had left are now gone. <laughs> for a lot of I've yeah. heard that. That's very common. As you get older, the less fucks you give. Yeah. Yeah. Like zero fucks given over here, people. Yeah. I'm looking forward want, to 70. <laughs> uh, if you want a fuck for me, you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> um, because that's the only way you're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention one more thing. Sure. Um, and... It would be a, a lot more professional of me to actually. Is that Matt? And then just texted me because if it is. If it is, well, we'll check. This is very unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but this is real life, people. And this is why Angie and I don't edit anything. Is it? Was it Matt or no? no. Okay. Okay. That was very anti-climatic. Uh, yes, it was. Was it from Matt? Uh, was it from Matt? No. Okay. okay. Doesn't matter. Ah, it's all good. Anyway. It's all good. You do have a show coming up, which if people are following you, they can look into, right? So yes, we'll, we'll yes, get uh, we'll get more information about that. Maybe we'll post it. Yeah. Once we hear back from but Matt. That, uh, the reason I'm excited about it is because it's my first show in like, um, like eight months. Yeah. And uh, I know that I'm gonna be rusty as hell, and it's. And I'm personally going to just be beating myself up with the result because I'm a, like, I, I take my shit very seriously. Ah, don't beat yourself up. You're going to well, be awesome. Well, and that's what people keep trying to tell me. But in my head, I'm terrified. Like, the first time I stepped on stage, 
and 19 years old, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, mm-hmm. I feel that way right now. But in the same regard, I'm just happy to be around it again. Uh, it's going to be in a safe environment. Everybody's going to be socially distanced and safe and everything like that. So I'm not worried about people getting sick or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and the majority of the audience is going to be a, online anyway. But um, there are going to be a few people spread out there, which will be nice. Um and by that, I mean it's going to be the staff that work in that place. Mm-hmm. So, But at least there are going to be people listening and being able to physically respond in person. That's so uh, cool. Um, and I just, I'm just i just grateful to be back doing what I love because it feels like I wasn't sure if I was ever going to get back to that point. Oh, we will. We will. Uh, I know we will, yeah. but, but it just felt mentally I, I was having trouble jumping that hurdle of am I ever going to get back on stage because... It's such a big part of who I am mm-hmm. that I just I need it back so badly. Oh yeah, it's so, gonna feel great. You're gonna love it. You're gonna uh, have such a good time. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'm also looking forward to just getting away for a while and being able to go to the island. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty awesome. That's exciting. So shout out to Matt Billen for uh, letting me do the show. I appreciate it. Um, on that thought, though. I think we should probably wrap this up, hey, Ange? Yeah. Um, do you have anything, any last words to say to the people out there? Not really. Just keep taking care of yourself. It's, it's, it's tough out there right now, but, yeah, let's keep. Keep on keeping on. Keeping on, keep on keeping on, exactly. Like you always say, and, like, be good to each other, right? Yeah, and wash your hands. <laughs> All right? <laughs> wash your fucking hands, people. <laughs> We want to get rid of this COVID shit so we can all get back to normal and yeah. eat chicken wings with people in public. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. Bye. Is that a good belt? Yeah, it felt awesome. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> All right. <laughs>